Yo. Hi. Now we have Sam and Sludge. Yes. Now, Sludge, let me say this. You, you didn't hear this because when I called Sam, it was before I start, started recording. What a limp answer. Hello? That's exactly how he answered the phone. Hello? Oh, hey, Shut hey, up. Hey, what's up? And then, and then when I connected the two calls and I said, all right, you guys ready? And then he heard Sludge. He's like, is that Sludge? Oh, what up, dude? Like, he was, so, why are you so happy, Sam, that Sludge is on? I don't know. I don't talk to Sludge. I hear your voice all the time, and it doesn't make me happy at all. So. <laughs> <laughs> but why did well, Sludge you know, make... Like, as always, you sent me, like, 45 text messages in the last 90 seconds, and I was frustrated by having to read through all those. A lot of them were, like, half sentences and, like, complete <laughs> thoughts. So I was trying to organize all those in my brain, and then you called right after you sent them all. What do you do? Do you, like, program all these messages and send them all at once, like, it's one dump? <laughs> I don't understand how they come in so quickly. Like, you'll get, like, one word, then you'll get 40 words, and you'll get, like, <laughs> two sentences, all, like, consecutively. It's the weirdest thing. Sludge, what was he just asking you about your grape leaves? Yeah, I went to uh, visit the folks, and uh, Mom made up good Lebanese food and some grape leaves. He thought I made them, though, which is actually kind of ridiculous. Oh, yeah. I think. I, it's kind of ridiculous to think of me just sitting there in the kitchen making... Like uh, like uh, like the grape leaves, like stuffing the rice and lamb. Oh like, yeah, you're right. It is it is it is ridiculous. That's why I actually I don't I'm actually I was impressed. I'm not anymore. I thought you made those. I didn't read the tweet closely enough, but um, but yeah, I'm not. I take back what I said about the grape leaves. And then one other item that we didn't record. Sludge made a comment about fantasy football, and Sam was telling Sludge how he's the greatest fantasy football player ever because he's the current champion in our eight hundred dollar league. Which what did it pay Sam thirty six hundred? Plus thirty six hundred and prizes and a belt, which is worth like one hundred and fifty dollars, a trophy and a ring. Now and, and a photo and a photo. How, I was going to say, how did the belt and ring? Like, who made that? Like, we, we bought. That? We actually, I'm the one who decided on that. We bought it off a website for one hundred and fifty dollars. <laughs> so I'm just I, okay. You, you kind of took away what I was going to go with because I thought. You know, I don't know, two or three or seven grown men in a fantasy league going into a store to buy a belt. (laughs) I just pictured the woman going, well, what's this belt for? Well, it's for our fantasy football league. No, this one's actually uh, specifically for fantasy football. Like, the belt actually says fantasy football champion, and every year we're going to buy a new belt. Actually, though, I might be kicked out of this league now, they're saying, because... I I heard nothing of this, and there's no way to enforce this now because of getting screwed over. My squad finished in last place. No, just it's just because you're not very good. That's why you didn't get screwed over. Because I made a trade that got vetoed because of some cheating between the commissioner and some other people. Coercion. What's the word, Sam? Coercion. Right. I mean, from <laughs> Abe, 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 Abe was trying to save his season, but he finished in last place. And what they had said was that which I wasn't aware of that apparently if you finished in last place, there was something you had to like, you had to put some kind of like license. Yeah. You had to put out a a license plate holder that says I finished last place on my fantasy football team. And I said, number one, I never agreed to that. Number two, I, even if I did agree to it, I still wouldn't do it because you guys cheated with that by vetoing my trade. Now, what do you you mean? You guys, I didn't veto. No, no, no. I'm talking about them. The commissioner and co-commissioner in this league were right in front of me by one game, right? And by vetoing this trade, it kept me from passing them up and making the playoffs. That's how close this league was. Between 7th place and 12th place was like a one-game difference. Well, this, so, is why I would never, this is why I would never get 
in a league where the money is that even like I did in the leagues here at work. It's like, I don't know, 50 bucks or a hundred. And people go with these vetoing the trades, like the email chain, everybody is on it or the text thread, whatever you're going to do it by. And it goes off like 700 times in an hour. Of people <laughs> the veto. And, and I'm like, I don't care. I have a team. I, I don't, I'm fine with it. I know it sucks. I'm not going to win, but you guys are spending valuable resources. Martin Cuban always says on Shark Tank, the most valuable asset he has is his time. Not a billion dollars, it's his time. And these people are going at it like vicious about not letting somebody do a trade for a $50 league. I can't imagine what it's like for an $800 league. But yeah, wouldn't and, you sludge an $800 league, it, it does give you more incentive to contribute the time. I mean, you feel like there's at least something at the end. Yeah, like Sludge's you know, league pays like $140 for first. Yeah, like a loss is what's... what's <laughs> that, that's, that's, <laughs> well, yeah, like, I, I, I can think of... I, can think of I, I can't think of... I mean, I could think of so many more things to put joy toward with $800 than doing... That's misery. Well, see, that's... I have to say, though, you were, you were in my league a few years ago um, when I used to have a league, and it was a cheap league, like $100, and your performance was, I, I you know, I, I, Sludge is a great guy, but your performance in the league was very underwhelming. Oh, I came, in second the, I came in second the first time, and I couldn't get the money for a year. What? Well, well, no, that's not, Don't you remember well, that? You think you, you came in second? Well, then you got <laughs> yes. You know what the problem is? And, then, and, then, and then, I, then I ripped you for not collecting the money because nobody was afraid of you. Oh, so yeah. Was was that's what we were doing the Sirius XM show, and Sludge called in and right. put Sam in his place. The reason that league was disbanded was because nobody would pay me. I mean, it was it was a lot of Abe's friends. No, 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 of, no, 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 no. It was your friends. But, and second of all, here's the thing, Sam. If you take the role of the I commissioner, you pay out the prizes, and then you worry about getting the money later. If the people who won paid their money, they should get paid out. I didn't have an enforcer. You know, <laughs> <laughs> a lot of Abe's friends they, they, like, they, they, did, they did not fear the commissioner. They did not fear you. So they figured, why should I pay? What? Go ahead. Do your Abe, work. Plus, Abe's friends fall into one of three categories. Either they're radio guys, which are, you know, I, they're fine, I get along with, or they're game bangers, <laughs> category two. Or category three, they're police officers. So groups That's two not three, true. Like, no, no, no. <laughs> gang bangers. Police officers type guys. So I feel like those groups two and three, you really don't have a lot of leverage. Police officers. They, they have weapons. I know, like, two police officers. I don't know any I don't know any gangbangers, and the only radio guys I talk to are Ryan, Bass, and Sludge. So there you go. That's all, Everything you just said is bullshit. I don't have any gangbanger friends. I don't know. Gangbanger. <laughs> I, I, I just had a mental picture of Sam knocking on the door uh, of, like, like Ethan Hawke in training days. And, and then yeah. Sam's trying to, trying to leave, and, and he goes, there's something out there for you, Hall. Something out there, man. <laughs> could you imagine? Wait, hang on, Sam. Wait, hang on, Sam. Sam, one second. Sludge, could you imagine Sam begging for his life in, with his head in the bathtub and someone has a rifle to his head? Could you imagine just just the groveling? Like, no one would ever grow. Wait, wait, wait. Hang on a second. Hang on. I promise, hang on. I'll make you a rich man. I'll make you a I have a Roth IRA. I'll give you every penny of it. I'll give you my car 
And I'll make sure you're taking. I will out, please. Please, hear me out. <laughs> Killing Come me is nothing for you financially. Tony, I'll give you a million dollars, Tony. I'll give you a million dollars. <laughs> instead, of, instead of yelling, he has a little girl, like, you go, I have a wife. And you know the minute they let Sam go, he'd immediately go to the cops and have him come right there and arrest those guys. And he would talk shit too. You pieces of shit! No one ever puts my face down in a bathtub! Ever! Because anybody who does that over trying over over not wanting to pay their fancy dues deserves to get arrested. <laughs> <laughs> the problem with the problem with Abe's friends uh at least was literally every single person when I would try to fuck would have the same thing. Well, you know I'm good for it. I don't know about those other They're not Abe's friends. None of them were my friends. And in the end, nobody was good for it. And poor Sludge had to wait, you know, how you know, he says a year, I don't think it was a year, but he had to wait, you know, a long time to get paid. And then and then wait, Sludge, Sludge. I I never got paid. I never got paid the money rolled over to the fee for the next year. Then of course I lost that. So I never Oh, that's right. I never got to enjoy the winning. The winning just rolled over to the feet the next year, and then I lost that league big time. <laughs> and then I, said, you know, I never got to even. I like I could have put that money in the bank with interest or an IRA or something. And, and sludge, sludge. The other move that Sam, the other move that Sam always pulls with some of the, and some of the guys in this league are. They're not gangbangers, but some are shifty characters. I would say, and Sam always tries to pay them with checks. I'm going to write you a check for 300 and I have 200 in cash. <laughs> we don't work with checks around. Like, no one even has a checking account. What are you doing giving people well, checks? I mean, everybody wants singles. Like, I can't produce 3,000 <laughs> singles to pay all these guys. I'm going to write you a check. Now I'm, now I'm kind of siding with Sam if you're saying these guys don't even have checking accounts. I'm, I'm kind of siding with Sam. But I'm no, this is, no, this is a different league. The, <laughs> league. the league that he ran were different guys. This league, Sam isn't the commissioner. Sam just won the league. He just won all their yeah, money. This, league, I've, this is the Apes Friends League that I joined in. I've actually two years in a row now. Last year I was second. This year I was first. Um, so I, I, yeah, I, 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 you know, I'm not, not to brag, but I am very good at fantasy football. I mean, anybody who, you know, needs draft advice, you know, I could schedule some time. It yeah. costs you. Um, definitely. I, I well, Sludge, Sludge does a sports show in Philadelphia. Why don't you be his fantasy football expert? Maybe I don't want to put the audience to sleep. All right, all right. Here comes Sam, the expert fantasy picker. Uh, uh, Sam, tell us what your strategy is. Well, I kind of took it, the best guy available, and I won the league. Oh, yeah, pretty, I'll yeah. tell you, if, if your ultimate goal is to turn your show into a podcast and not get paid, then have me on as the fantasy expert. I guarantee and then, you. And like, then Sludge, <laughs> any callers you take, hey, this is Joe from East Philly. Yeah, fucking asshole, Joe. You're a piece of shit like every color he'd go nuts on. Hey, Sam, you told me to take you told me to take uh, Reggie Wayne and he sucks. That's cause you're a fucking idiot. I said only take him if you have extra picks in the ninth round. It'd be Andrew Dice Sam as a fantasy <laughs> draft advisor. But, on, everybody. but honestly, Sludge, I can't even get out of bed for fifty dollars or a hundred. I mean, it's just not worth my time. Like why waste so much time? That's honestly, Sam, I know you feel God, that way too. What an asshole. Sam, really? That's what, for, it, that's what it is. No, for for a fantasy football league, for a 16-week a, a season. Here's the, thing, I, here's the thing, guys. I enjoy fantasy football. I play it for free. I, I, I enjoy the game. It's like, I, I, like the, I play video games. I mean, to me, it's like a game. It's a game I enjoy. So the money, I, I, I'm going to win anyway. I mean, so the money is just a bonus. But I, I, I enjoy playing the game. 
Is Sam a hipster who plays with Monopoly money? Or they play with, I don't know. Like, <laughs> they, 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 they bet craft beers, like yeah. unique craft beers, or the case of a yeah, unique craft I have, beer. I have a oh, sixer I, I, of I, I, bronze I, I, ribbon. I I have uh, miniature mites and bronze ribbon, sixer of each. Uh, and I'll trade you that <laughs> for a flask of uh, jibber juice. Jibber juice in your mics. <laughs> <laughs> I do appreciate the dedication. I can't do it. I can't Thanks. do the whole football season. I put that money in and care. Like, even if it's a thousand bucks, it's not worth the time I'm going to put in over that 17 weeks. To, to, to disrupt my life and just make me miserable. <laughs> it's not, I mean, I'm, everybody. I mean, I'm paying money to be miserable. Think about that. <laughs> That's true, actually. <laughs> Only the strong survive. And then trying to work out I, deals. They shrug, right? Trying to make trades and, with these assholes too. You you have to like call them up. You're trying to work something out. They're they're playing you for for a fool. Like, oh yeah, I can get you Tom Brady. And then they're on the phone with three other guys trying to move Tom Brady. Well, that's the worst, is when you do make a trade, and then instantly it's a barrage of, God, you're stupid, I can't believe you <laughs> 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 Then all of a sudden you have like total self-esteem loss, and you're sitting alone in your apartment. Like, God, I, I am an asshole. I do stuff. God, I'm stupid. Yeah. I'm paying money to take away my soul, basically. Well, see, that that's the metagame. There's a psychological component to that. That's the metagame. That's... That's where you separate the winners from the losers. I'll tell you this. Nothing feels better than getting over it. And it goes all the way back to when I was like, what, 12, 11, 12 years old. I had a bent-up Walter Payton rookie card that in the condition was worth, what was it worth, Tim? $2 in that condition? Uh, yeah. If you even want to call it a card anymore. Yeah. Like, it would look like it was puked on. I wasn't even sure if it was a paint card. <laughs> it looked like someone put it through a, uh, like, like it had a drill on it. Uh, put like cut it in half and then glued it back together. Shit on it. It was the worst condition card ever, and I traded it to this guy Adam for face value of what it was worth. <laughs> and he traded me like his whole football card collection. And the minute he walked out of the house, it was like a big celebration because me, Sam, and my friend Joe all kind of set him up to make him think it was worth that much. <laughs> and, and how about it, Sam? How about the joy on my face after that transaction? Yeah, that was. I felt bad about it. <laughs> I was going to say, where's that poor kid today? I believe he's a fireman. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't talked to him. I obviously haven't talked to him in a while. He, he could have been president, but you took away his self-esteem, and now, and now there's anything wrong with being a fireman, but that's what he is. But, but that being said, there's nothing better than like someone like Sludge, who isn't the smartest with fantasy football. You could rip him off, and then I'll be texting Sam, I can't believe Sludge is about to make this trade. <laughs> and then the minute he hits accept, it's like a big celebration. And, and I know what you're saying, Sludge. The whole league then will be like, what a moron! <laughs> you're so stupid! Now, now let's be clear. You keep, that's the second time it's been said that I'm not good at fantasy football. It's, I could be good if I put the time toward it. And Yeah, I could be good at it. I, 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 I could be a UFC fighter if I put the time in. I have a, you're making a mistake. I think we know you know a lot about. Doesn't mean you're good at fantasy. They're, they're, they're two separate things. I have a oh, lot. I get it. I understand. I, I've actually won a bunch of cheaper leagues, but I mean, I'm not going to put. If I put if I put eight hundred dollars in, I would be. I would be. Uh, it would distract me to the point of misery when things go wrong. Like Abe, 
I don't know how you came in last in this league last year. Well, but yeah. I was in I was in sixth right. place until the well, last week. Because yeah, I mean, I mean, all I remember is you texting me your team and going, "Are you ready to look at the greatest fantasy team ever assembled?" <laughs> and, then, and, then, and then you text me pictures of it. And every week you told me you, I thought you were like like eight and zero or something in first place. But now you're telling me you came in last. Well, I was in sixth place until like the last what was it, Tim? The last two weeks. You know what it is? I have to say, even though we sent you that team, you know what? If you ever use Yahoo for Fantasy, they actually, at the end of the draft, they give you projections, like, where they expect you to place. They actually had Abe placing first and me placing last. So Abe did, according to the experts, have a good draft. So. And I had, like, the fourth most points in the whole league. So I would always play the team who had the most points that week, and I'd score, like, 110. They'd have 170. Mm-hmm. Where I would have beat, like, uh, 10 out of the 11 teams. Sure, but also those Yahoo experts, you know that's just like the secretary in there, the Yahoo Corporation, writing all that stuff out, right? There, there's what? But you, know, you know the the Yahoo experts, it's just like their secretary typing all that out, or some intern doing that. Like grading your team and everything. They can't, have a, they can't have a really important person taking that much time to do it. Yeah, just some loser, some dork. Like whoever yeah. he took in his draft, he's like, oh, okay. This is similar to my team. That's an A. It's probably a cat doing it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if you see the teams that Yahoo drafts on its own, it'll take like two quarterbacks in the first four Uh, rounds. Like they'll take Tony Romo, and then in the next round they'll take Matt Stafford. It's like I don't need two quarterbacks with two of my top four picks. Yeah. But anyways, let's get to to, uh, some some of the more important topics. do you guys remember when Gene Simmons was known for like his tongue? Like everyone's like, "Dude, that guy got a big tongue." Can you believe it? When he sticks his tongue out, it's so long. When's the last time you heard anyone talk about Gene Simmons' tongue? Yeah, that was actually the only thing I, re- I, mean, I remember. Even being a kid, like that was the thing. Like there was a picture of him, like uh, like he got his tongue extended. Like there was, I was the, the yeah. urban legend was he got it like extended longer. I don't know if that's true. I don't even know if that's true today or not. I don't know. But now Gene Simmons is only known for saying stupid shit. Like, he said something about Prince, like, um... Yeah. Like, and Sam, I know you have some news on Paul... Didn't Paul... What did Paul Stanley say about it? Well, essentially, um, Gene Simmons made some kind of comments to the effect of it's so pathetic how Prince died. He was pathetic for dying from drug abuse. But he kind of implied that Prince was... He kept talking about, like, people who die of alcoholism and drug abuse and how pathetic it was that Prince died that way. And Paul Stanley just tweeted um, uh, today, um, he said he had been embarrassed by a cold clue statements regarding Prince's death. Thought all the facts better to say nothing, my apologies. And then it's in response, it, right under there's a picture of Gene Simmons and Cole, but it's an article from Gene Simmons. So obviously, obviously Paul Stanley and, and Gene Simmons are not on really good terms, but he's willing to make a tweet directly in response to an article about Gene. Well, they're very different in every... Like, I know Paul Stanley's liberal. Gene Simmons is conservative. Uh, Gene Simmons is all about reality TV. Paul Stanley's a little bit private. So those two are very different. But I thought that a guy... Right, but, 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 but my point is, is like, even if, you know, like, you and I are very different in a lot of regards, too, but I would never... There was an article about you that I didn't agree with. I wouldn't tweet my response. In, in, <laughs> that'd be fun. Wouldn't that be funny, Sludge? If I said, like, I love mayo, and Sam's like, just uh, so everyone knows, I don't endorse mayo and Abe's an asshole. (laughs) (laughs) 
That's basically what this what Paul Stanley's apology was. Like, Simmons is wrong and he's a douche. That's basically what he's saying. Here, here's Sludge. I want to hear your thoughts on it. But before I get to that, don't you think that this could blow up in Gene Simmons' face? Like, can't Gene Simmons find himself in like a Bill Cosby situation where Hannibal Burris said something, and now before you know it, there's 70 women who said that he they got raped by Bill Cosby. Gene Simmons was singing about molesting underage girls. You ever hear a song called Christine 16? I, uh, I've heard the song. I just don't, I, the lyrics don't come in my, in my head. Let, let, me, let, let me refresh your memory, okay? Uh, here's the lyrics. To, and, and, and let me say the difference. Now, someone might say, well, the Beatles did the same thing. And the song saw her standing there. Uh, she was just 17. You know, right? So she's talking about a 17-year-old girl, but Paul McCartney was like 20 when he wrote that song, okay? So keep that in mind. It's a little bit different. 17 and 20, especially back then in the 60s, were like... He, the lyrics are pretty innocent, too, by yeah, the Yeah, people were getting married much... Now, now listen to the Christine 16 lyrics. Now, he's talking about a 16-year-old girl, and he says, Christine 16, she's been around, but she's young and clean. Christine 16. Now, but fine. Okay, you're, you're, you're an 18, 19-year-old Gene Simmons, right? Singing about Christine 16. I looked it up. When he wrote that song, he was almost 30. <laughs> like, what? She's been around, but she's young and clean. Then, uh, later, on an album called Love Gun, there's a song called Going Blind. And the lyric is, um, you're much younger, can't you see? There is nothing more for you and I. I'm 93, you're 16, and I think I'm going blind. He's always singing about 16-year-old girls in yeah. his in close to his 30s or in his 30s. Now, don't you think that this could blow up in Gene's face? He's he's been singing about 16-year-old girls for years. Can't they come out of the woodwork and say, "Hey, when I was 5 I said I was 16, but I was only 14." Or, you know, I was 16. And don't, don't, can't you see this blowing up in his face? If people would just come out and say something about it. Well, I mean, the first off, the songs are four guys that are like 16 years old, right? So, I, I mean. No, that, they were in their 30. They were like 30. No, 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 no he said four, four the, yeah, the I, listeners, right. The guys that like Kiss are, at that, you know, like even you. Yeah, were like 16, Frank and Kiss. Oh, yeah. That's true. You know what I mean? But. So Sludge's argument, argument is they're, they're trying to appeal. They're trying to appeal to their demo. But like you said, he's also bragged about what banging forty thousand women or something like that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, I mean, I wonder what the real number is. But even if it's like, even if it's four thousand, do you think someone would come back around and some underage girl somewhere at a con- I mean, there has to be right. Oh, uh, hundred oh, percent. They had a fake ID. Especially, yeah, especially back in like the seventies and eighties, probably more than ever. Did you see? Um, did you see his sex video? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's the most disgusting. He's first of all, he's wearing a t- he's wearing a t shirt. The girl gets on top. He has this like look on his face, like he's um, paying a meter. Like, do you ever see a look if you're putting the old school meters where you're putting quarters in? <laughs> like a disinterested kind of disgusted look on his face, and she's like bouncing on top of him while he's wearing a t shirt. It was worse. At least the Hogan sex tape. Uh, you know, I think he was naked at least, and he no, was. I think he had a t-shirt on. <laughs> <laughs> he had a t-shirt too. <laughs> it's the worst look for a man to be walking around with only a t-shirt on. Yeah. Only thing, look. only thing worse than that are t-shirt and socks. <laughs> and and the funny thing is, is um, that girl that she like she was hot. 
Oh yeah, she was like a, a yeah. like a tequila girl or something, or like a Dosecchi's yeah. girl or something. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> but this this guy who actually he's, yeah, and if you're wondering, yes, I do use my tongue. I didn't even see his tongue come out of his mouth once. <laughs> Ew. Like it was him with a t-shirt on. The girl uh-huh. bounced on him for 30 seconds and then he walked out of the room. <laughs> like that was it. And it, it looked it looked like a paid uh it looked like a paid thing. Like it didn't it looked like some kind of um like like he paid, she came in, did it and or they told him, "Hey, go have sex with Gene Simmons." You really got to wonder. He really I mean, I know this is like I'm not trying to be naive or whatever because this happens cuz rock stars, actors, whatever. But you really have to wonder what's going through her mind in that moment. Oh yeah, like look how disgusting he is. That hair and you're hot and you're hot. And I don't know if it's <laughs> yeah. about money or fame, but she, I think she was a model. Maybe she thought he promised her he'd get her in, you know, some some ad agency or I'll something. I'll get you like as that. a kiss girl. <laughs> I'll have you on stage for the Psycho Circus tour. Instead, all she got was probably like a kiss keychain. That's like probably all she got. <laughs> she didn't get anything. Oh, man. I mean, I get like okay. Let's say you have sex with like um, Mark or Mark Cuban's married. If, uh, whoever, some older guy that has a lot of money that'll do stuff for you. But Gene Simmons, nothing comes along with that. Like he's not going to even buy you dinner. All right, get out of my <laughs> face. When I, I just want to let you know before we start. As soon as I blow a load, I'm leaving. And that's it. No negotiation. I don't even want to talk to you. He didn't even, he didn't talk to her. At least Hogan was like, yeah, brother, that was really cool. I can't believe I just did that after he, I just hit like a pig, dude. I can't believe we just did that. That was really cool. That was, he's got, remember Sledge really kept saying cool. that. And that was really, oh, that was great. That was cool, man. You're cool. Oh, that was, I can't believe we just did that. I just got done eating like a pig, brother. <laughs> You're cool, man. And then he told her to stay cool when he left. And then, and then. She was like blowing him, and in the middle of it, he answered his phone. And Nick, oh, it's that was Nick. <laughs> Did you have to answer the phone at that second? Was Nick really thinking? Oh, I bet my dad's having sex with some slob's wife and getting secretly filmed. All that, and he still gets seventy-five million at the end of the day. No, he got more than that. He got like what? He get one hundred and forty million. Oh yeah, something like that. But he'll probably, I mean, like at the end of the day, who knows what he'll see? But still, he's got. He got paid. He got paid for that. (laughs) (laughs) The most embarrassing. And how come uh, the wife didn't get anything? Because she didn't release the tape. Like, shouldn't she be fighting for some money? Didn't that ruin her life, too? I think, didn't that come up in the case where she, because her and Bubba are divorced now, right? Yeah. I thought she was trying to get some, I, I can't remember right now, but I thought she did speak up about something with it. I don't know. I can't remember. Yeah, I don't think she got anything. She gets nothing. He gets that, and he did it. He's a slob. <laughs> she looked all. She was like all tight, and she looked good in the video. She was doing all the work. Oh, can't believe we're doing this after I ate like a pig. <laughs> <laughs> he should have been eating a burrito while it was going on in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys ever play that game where you look up aging old rock stars, like how old they are? Like you'll, you'll just be bored, and you're like, "I wonder how old Ozzy is." Because I, there, you know, Ozzy got kicked out of his house or whatever for cheating on yeah. Sharon with the hairdresser, which is hilarious. Is that, is that why? Wow, that's what they're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, that's so it's fun. That's that's totally like. Um, I guess that's the difference between having you know the just your iPhone in your hand all the time. But I look up everybody when I'm watching TV. 
And oh, yeah. I, for, for, for example, one thing I discovered is, like, if you're watching older movies, and you see the, or older actors, whatever, and you look at them, like, guys that were, whatever, from the 50s, 60s, you realize all of them died of lung cancer. I learned that from Wikipedia, because they always <laughs> smoke. Yeah. Because that's all they did back in, no one's, everybody, you know, smoking was good for you on those commercials. But then you realize all these guys died of lung cancer. That's the one thing I've learned from having an iPhone, basically, and Wikipedia. Because I'm watching movies, and I'll look up a guy and go, oh, yeah, he died of lung cancer. So he's, okay, cool. So you know, but every, everybody died of lung cancer if they were in movies in the 50s. But it's not just dying of lung cancer. It's always like the last three months of their life, they were pissing blood. He was puking up chunks of, of his of flesh. And then, and then he eventually died of lung cancer. Like, they all have that same ending. None of yeah. them just died of natural causes like, like these days. Like when Michael Jackson died of natural causes. Enter <laughs> the protofall. Pro well, since since Sludge is a sports guy, let's let's talk about a couple sports items. Number one, Sam, you've been watching the Sox, right? You know what? I, I've watched a few. I I don't watch a lot of baseball, but I am I'm getting <clears throat> curious now because the Sox are playing so well, and the Cubs for that matter. So I'm pretty excited about a Subway Series here in Chicago. I think we'll have it. Well, Sludge, maybe you know more pretty about confident. this. Do you know there's a guy? Did in you the, see the, did, oh, I was going to say, did you see the guy? I saw this today. Yeah, he bet his life savings. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Chicago. It says, says I don't. Sanitation officer. I guess I don't know. You know, garbage man. Uh, the guy put ninety four percent of his life savings, so two hundred thousand dollars, on the Cubs to win the World Series. Yeah, and it pays eight hundred thousand. Wow, that's a bold bet. That's a bold bet. <laughs> so he's going to turn it into eight hundred thousand, though. I guess after taxes and the uh, penalty he did for taking it out of his savings, he'll clear about five hundred thirty two thousand. Does that seem worth it if that's your life savings? Does that seem like it's a like it's a like it's worth hedging on that? Well, it's like you said, Sam. You just said it, Sam, about fantasy football. What gets you out of bed? What makes you want to play? Now he's going to be really invested in the season. Yeah, but it's not my life savings though, and I'm not. You know, the the, what do you say? He was a waste disposal worker, garbage man. I mean, he's worked hard for that money. You know, his family's depending on him. To put it all on the line on the Cubs, uh, of all teams, the Cubs. He put it on gold. But it, does, it, it, it does go back to your fantasy football theory because his, his answer was, if I work for six more years, you know, what am I going to do? I'm going to have maybe maybe I'll get to quarter of a million, two hundred and fifty thousand. But if I go this route, I could you know, retire like early and have enough to re- you know, retire well. So he is gambling like you guys do with fantasy football. Yeah, but, Sludge, I'm not playing fantasy football so I could retire. I mean, I'm not going to retire. I'm winning. I'm playing because I enjoy the game. This guy is hedging on retirement. Like, he, yeah, I guess the rationale is if he wins, he could retire and, and be very comfortable. If he loses, then what happens? Then he's going to stay on the route for another 50 years? But you know what's going to happen, right? I mean, if the Cubs lose, you know what's going to happen, right? They're gonna pay. They're gonna. They're gonna pay him or something. No, he'll he'll do a Kickstarter. He'll do a, a pathetic Kickstarter video. Yeah, and you'll see some kid. <laughs> you'll see some kid walking with a stick with a st- with one of those sacks at the end. Oh, we're getting kicked out of our apartment. This and that. And I guarantee. Oh, all we want to raise is the two hundred and fifty thousand that I bet on the Cubs or whatever. And the, you know what they'll raise? They'll raise eight hundred thousand because that's how dumb people are. Like, yeah, I don't. You know, people like there's people that legitimately need money. And then there's people that just do that and think that's successful, like that was work to get that money, right. to get that set up online. And and, just, and people will give money because money isn't real anymore as far as like having, like if I had to hand a $10, 
for a Jimmy John's gargantuan. Which I just ate I Jimmy would, John's five minutes ago before we started this. Drawn. And I would say <laughs> tomorrow, tomorrow, if I saw Abe, I'd say, hey, man, you got that 10 bucks? And, uh, you know, I'd say, and then, but with GoFundMe's or whatever, Kickstarters, people can just do it with their debt. Oh, I'll, I'll give that guy $10. Right. I'll oh, yeah. $50. And they don't realize that's your money. It's gone. You're not going to get it back. And you don't know. Exactly. People, and you don't know what they're doing with it. But Abe would have to give me back that ten dollars eventually for that Jimmy John. Sorry. Or Sam, or Sam, or Sam, or Sam would have to pay you the fantasy money. But he likes well, writing checks. Well, you know what? Yeah. Kind of speaking on that, somebody somebody recently sent me. Uh, maybe it was Abe. I, I don't think it was one of his friends. Somebody sent me a, a GoFundMe um, for somebody's wedding where they were trying to. Fund oh, that was disgusting. They wanted thirty thousand pledge for their wedding. It's like you know what? If you can't afford the wedding. Just have a cheaper wedding, yeah. or get married at City Hall, or don't have a wedding. Sam, we talked There's about no, that on the podcast, actually. Yeah, you don't need you don't need the wedding that bad that you have to hit up all of your friends and then other people to pay for your shitty wedding. It's just they shouldn't even allow that on, on GoFundMe. Well, Sludge, just just to let like, you know the full story, she said, "Oh, you know, we've never been on vacation, so we also want to take a honeymoon to Cancun, which will probably bare minimum we want to do it as cheap as possible. Will be another thirty four hundred dollars, and I want to get married. I don't want to just get married in City Hall, so that'll be." So they were asking for something like fifteen thousand dollars. And they said, "This God. is the." Ba-. She's like, "This is the bare minimum. This is the least amount of money that we could pull this off. My dream wedding. I've already been married once, and and this guy I'm marrying, it's his first wedding. So I really want to make it special for him, but we can't afford it. Blah blah blah. It's like, then don't get married, right? Yeah, they, you know they can. Do you know these people? No, nah, no. I mean, oh, I, I, I I think through other people, but I don't care. Yeah, somebody somebody you knew, right, sent it off to you. like Something you like that. Know. Or it was on Facebook or some, something. Someone I don't really yeah. know. Someone I know through other people or something. Yeah. Well. But, but do you remember uh, Do you remember how Gof- GoFundMe started out with, like, hey, my Vietnam vet uncle, um, he, he, he needs a new wheel, an electric wheelchair, you know, I'm his daughter, or his daughter lost her job. They're getting kicked out of their apartment. We need $350 to get him this wheelchair. And then people would donate money. And now people are on, on Kickstarter trying to get money for like a, a swimming pool in their yard. Oh, it'd be really great if my son could swim. He's never felt what it's like to be in a swimming pool my whole life. We had swimming pools, but this year was F for S for everyone. It's been a tough year, and I can't buy them. It's like, whatever happened that you just can't, like, if you can't afford shit, you just don't get it. That's just how it should work. Right. Like, everyone on GoFundMe trying to fund their albums and their books, like, guess what? You don't get to make an album then. You get to make an album when you scrape up enough money to make the album. I'm not paying for your album. Yeah, I guess this is the other side of it is is the fools that give the money. Like that's the problem. It's not even that they're they're exactly. right. they're bad they're bad people for doing what they're doing or, or they're they don't know what life's about. But the people that give the money to part with their money, they're they're the real fool that part with their money for things like that to people who go who sucker for a sob story. Who go get suckered you know, like I thought of something like it's kinda of related but kinda of not. But I, I see people because you know, we all have Facebook pages and like there's people on there we don't know because of radio, so they're just like listeners. Yeah. Like I don't know, I don't know them personally, whatever. But I know some of them. But I and they'll say, my dog is sick. Can everybody please pray for my dog? <laughs> and and, and I kind of go, I don't know you, and I don't know your dog. More, more importantly, 
And prayer, it's nice if someone sends a prayer for someone, but I don't know you, so why would it just your friends or your, like, your, if you pray for your dog, that should be good enough. Like, I don't know you, so what's my prayer going to do for your dog? You know, that, does it make sense? Like, because yeah. it, it, it can't be you to collect, you don't need to collect. You don't need to collect 5,000 prayers for your dog for people that you don't know. <laughs> Just have your dad and brother and you pray for that dog. Fix it. I don't know you. How, my prayers probably doesn't matter. You know, God will yeah, look at mine and go, my, God will go, why is Brian praying for this dog? He doesn't know this girl. Yeah, like, God's probably thinking. <laughs> it's like when you're at I'm church. Gonna, I'm going to kill the dog now. That's it. It's when you're at church. <laughs> it's like it's like you're at church and they're like, "Oh, th- th- there was a hurricane in, in or th- there was an earthquake in Japan. Let's pray for all the people of uh, Okinawa or whatever." That's probably not even in Japan, is it? Is Actually, Okin- it is. I think. Oh, it is okay. Yeah. Let- let's pray for all the great people in Okinawa. Like, why do they? Like you said, is my that's my prayers? That's a little bit different. A natural disaster. That but is that going to wait? That's going to put it over the top. My prayer versus Johnny's dog. But 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 yeah, like I, mean, Sledge I, said, I, I, I agree with I agree with Sam. I separate a little bit. Like it's a big natural disaster. People got stuff. They, that that's a little horrible. Whatever. But I'm talking. But like when people try to bring me into their personal life, and it's, I guess it's my own fault for having everybody on my Facebook page a little bit. But but they know that they're not, like there's people on there they don't know either. And just you know, I have a couple people pray that you know. So <laughs> I don't need to get in on the prayer circle of ten thousand people for your dog. Does something happen to your dog? And I love dogs. Don't get me wrong. I'm not crapping on dogs. No. I just, you know, I use that as an example. I could that use some prayers right now. Go fund me. Like, people are looking for everybody's help when I would just go, me, like family or friends, a couple of them or whatever that I know. Well, that's because if now. you really want to pay for the wedding, why don't you drive an Uber for a month and, and make some money? I mean, exactly. The do, do, I mean, you know. Those people who you're trying to hit up are working for that money they're sending you. And like Sludge said, they're not really even really thinking about it. Like they're like, oh, it's just just ten dollars out of my PayPal. Like you don't really, I guess. Like I think the digital transaction kind of takes away like uh, the you know it's different when you're handing somebody a ten dollar bill versus hitting a button on on Facebook connected to your PayPal account. You don't really see the money going, but you well, work for that money nonetheless. Well, that's why you could walk by the same homeless guy in front of your house every day, and the minute he puts up a Kickstarter page, you're like, oh, that's so sad. He's homeless. Let me give him $10. But you kick dirt in his face every day when you walk past him. Why do you kick dirt in his face, Abe? No, I don't. I take care of my brothers. <laughs> you, you know that, Sledge. You've, you've, seen me, you've seen me peel off a couple dollars for the homeless. That's true. Right? Abe, yeah, Abe, Abe gives half of his money to the homeless, half of the casino. <laughs> <laughs> You know why I do that, Sam? Because I know that if I keep playing at the casino, I'll end up homeless. So I'd hope that other brothers take care of me when I'm homeless. Yeah, Abe is single handedly keep, keeping the economy afloat with a paycheck. He's <laughs> <laughs> half of the homeless, half of the casino. Oh, I just remembered what we were talking about. I don't even know how we got off on that. But I was going to say, did you know there's a player on the Rangers whose last name is Odor? No. no. But he no. calls himself Odor. <laughs> His name's like something Odor, but it's, it's Odor. His last maybe name it is Odor, though. Maybe maybe it is Odor. No, it's O D O R. His last name is Odor. Is he foreign? Yeah, but that's how you pronounce it. Maybe he's from somewhere else. I mean, you can look at anyone's last name, and you know, my last name, Sludge's last name. People can pronounce it in different ways. Just because you call it Odor doesn't mean it's not Odor. People call me Canaan, Canaan. 
you know, but I pronounce it canon. That's how I've, I've always pronounced it. So I don't need some self-righteous person like Abe telling me how my name is pronounced. His, his <laughs> last name's Odor. His, his name no, it's is... Not. It's, it's what he says it is. If he says it's Odor, it's Odor. His name is Rugned Jose Odor. His first name is R-O-U-G-N-E-D. And I don't like him because he's been he's been playing good against the White Sox, but it's Rogue Arugned Odor. <laughs> you know that you know that's what drove him to become as good a baseball player as he is because he got picked on so much with that name. <laughs> he like he just found his own Hey, hey, Odor! Hey, I smell some asshole coming down the hall. That must be that roughneck odor. <laughs> hey, roughneck odor! You smell like shit. <laughs> hey, what's that odor? Oh, that's roughneck odor. <laughs> and now that bully's on GoFundMe trying to pay for his wedding while odors making five million a year. <laughs> yeah, bully's <laughs> The tables have really turned. Now, I've always wanted a privacy fence in my yard. I like to leisure in my yard, and my fence is just too short, and my neighbors look in. With your help, I could have a tall fence in my yard. I'm just, you know, you know what's the way, not to get back to Kickstarter, but I just thought about this. You know what's the worst, too? Let's say they set a goal of $10,000. They never stop at the goal, they just keep going. Oh, well, yeah. I, I know we hit our goal three months ago. Oh, shit. Anderson, Anderson Silva pulled from Saturday's UFC fight. That oh, sucks. You saw that right now? That just came in. Hang on. What? Due to medical okay. complication? What? Oh That's no! That's UFC officials huh? confirmed yeah. the news uh, was experiencing abdominal pain this week that might require immediate surgery on his gallbladder. Fuck! That's the main fight I want to see. Yeah, ah, be last two cards. That's brutal. That's Making other plans. Probably just in time to put him on UFC 200. That's probably why, um, because they want to add another fight to UFC 200. Um, we got to talk about too. The UFC might be sold. We'll talk about that in a second. Um. Oh yeah, so on the GoFundMe pages and the Kickstarters, they they they'll set a limit at ten thousand dollars, and it'll go up to like eighteen. Ladies and gentlemen, I present Dan Bates Levy. Nice. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what are we talking about now? Penises in locker rooms. No, bloody kick, skulls. What we're are we? We're t- well, base. You'll be pleasantly surprised <laughs> that the other gentleman on the phone is none other than. Introduce yourself, sir. Base, it's Sludge, the man that named you. Wow! It's the guy who never returns calls or text messages. Oh, we're back to this now again. That, now, that, that joke is helpful. Listen, we've had some nice chats lately on Facebook Messenger. And <laughs> is that the only place you guys <laughs> talk? Wait, wait, you guys don't even text like normal human beings? Yeah, no, I haven't been a normal human being this Sludge. Day one. I will say oh, though, I do have I do have some people that I talk to on Facebook Messenger, specifically Jay the Gay, and he gets upset. He's like, first of all, I only have Sam's number and not yours. Why don't I have your number? Why am I not good enough? Because you because any so anytime I say something like that, Jay the Gay goes nuts. Like because I said something like, anyone that matters to me has my number, but I of course wasn't thinking of Jay the Gay. Of course, Jay the Gay matters to me, but my Facebook Messenger, I get it right to my phone. I mean, right. the oh, people yeah. that I've selected to, Good I, for you. but, 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 but yeah, I just want to let you, before, before I, wait, I, 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 I want to bash hey, Facebook hey, messenger. No, but, no, no, no. Hey, hey, let me, hey, hey, give me one second. Let me, let me stop you. You see the argument you just made? You just made fun of base and sludge for using Facebook <laughs> messenger. 
I know. But every dummy uses that. <laughs> I know. Then you went into, you put, put, put yourself into a corner. Then you went into a diatribe about how Jada Gay doesn't have your number, but you have a message on your phone, and it's simple. No, I know. I just want. I, I don't want Jay the Gay to go nuts. That's why I had to say that. Now, why can't you guys talk like normal human beings through text? Why is it only Facebook Messenger? Well, like you just said, when it's on the phone, it comes up like a text, pretty much. So it's, <laughs> and I do have his number and his my number. But like, I'll I'll be at work and I'll have Facebook even off the phone, but on actual computer open, and I'll like come back from the bathroom. I'll just see. What up? Oh, so you're saying that you... Wait, wait, wait. So you're saying you never start the conversation. Base always has to start it. I will say I'll start the conversation. Damn it. Let's mess up. Unless I... I'll tell you what. I'll always be the guy that I get turned for. And Jay the Gay, if you really... I'll always be looking for his approval like a father. And let me just say, Jay the Gay, if you're not happy with the way we currently communicate, I will give you my number if you need that kind of... If you need to move it to the next level, I'm very happy talking to you on Facebook Messenger. If it's an issue, I will. It's, it's not like I don't want you to have my number. It's just that one less person that I text with because I don't God, like. Dude, I don't, you're, just, you're just digging a hole. Just, I don't uh, like texting. <laughs> Jerry, Jerry, I don't like texting. Damn it. Because um, I put all my texting on ignore. Anyways, so sludge. Let me, let me, let me, add, one, let me add one more um, layer to that. I, I, I do agree. Uh, if Jay the Gay, if you're listening, um, it's probably better to, to use Facebook Messenger with Abe because he does, when you text with Abe, I will tell you right now, you're not going to be getting instant responses because he has so many text threads happening. Yeah. You'll get these, like, <laughs> random, like, you'll get, like, 50 or 20 texts, like, six hours after you sent one. Then you won't hear from him for two days. Then you'll get, like, 50 <laughs> more. So it's not, not going to be a continuous stream of discussion. So if... If Messenger's working well with him, I would stick with that. Jay the Gate, I have great communication. It, it also depends on. It also depends what you come at a with. If you come at with come at him with uh, how come and why not, you're not going to hear from him ever again. But if you come at with him like, uh, hey, there's a giant sale of mayonnaise at Costco. Boom! <laughs> <laughs> if you say the Brooklyn Brawler was released today by WWE, I'm like, what? Then you get a phone call. <laughs> So he has his text, he has his text set up somehow to send alerts when the word mayo and WWE comes up somehow in those text threads. So it's, it's an important red flag. A special tone on the iPhone goes off. Those words are tagged so he knows to for that thread. So, anyways, so so base. What are you trying to get out of Sludge? Why do, why don't you just leave him alone? Well, like I said, I just like that. I interned for him and like. I look up to Sludge, so I, I, I'm I always kind of looking for his, like, approval in a certain weird way. Oh, that's Because he taught sweet. me things, so. Aww. There's times, like, when I, like, reach out to him, I'm like, I guess he's got no time for me. And then I see him with pictures of, like, Abe and you and Jimmy Johns, and I'm like, oh, Abe. Wait, when do you see? Oh, that, that is true. Sludge, when he comes to Chicago, he sneaks in like a thief in the night. He tells me, don't, <laughs> yeah. let, any, don't let anyone know that I'm here. He totally does. He's like, I'll meet you. I'll meet you at Gibson's at four o'clock on Saturday. I can't have any communication with you. Don't tell anyone. Don't tell anyone I'm here. <laughs> and then and then I'll post a picture and everyone will be like, oh my God, Sludge, you were in town. You're like, yeah, sorry. I, I just came in for like one day, but really you were here for like three weeks. And I got to see you for one day. Sludge yeah, was here like, for oh, all of, he was here for all of December. <laughs> I got to see him on December 31st for five minutes. Oh, man. 
I'll, I'll tell Abe to stand at, stand at the corner of State and Delaware, and I'll pass an envelope to you to know where we'll meet for the location <laughs> of Moscow. <laughs> and then, then, but don't look at me. Don't, I'll be wearing a raincoat and a fedora. I'll walk by you and pass you an envelope. No, you'll just drop it. You'll drop it in front of me and keep walking. And then I can't pick yeah. it up for thirty seconds. And then. It, <laughs> I'll say, excuse me, sir. Do you know where Wilson Street is? <laughs> How about Sludge? Was the last and, time and you have to answer? You have to answer. Why? No, that's been closed quite some time. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the cue to meet over at O'Chevelle for a burger. It's like it's like in Sha- it's like in Shawshank Redemption uh, where he he goes to where the where the where this it looks like a Robert uh, Frost novel. And the brick looks different, and he has to move the brick, and he pulls up that little lunchbox, and it says, "If you've made it this far, I'm hoping you'll come a little bit further." <laughs> That's how it is hanging out with sludge. And then I and then I go to the lake, and he's cleaning a boat, and then it ends with us hugging. You're on a North Avenue beach, and I'm cleaning a boat. <laughs> <laughs> if you've made it this far, I'll hope you you would come a little bit further. There's like twenty dollars in there in a map. I want to see my friend. I want to shake his hand. <laughs> I don't think they'll worry about an old criminal like me. Base, you do a good Morgan Freeman. There's a packet of mayonnaise he left for me in the box. There's <laughs> 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 a twenty dollar bill in a packet of mayonnaise. <laughs> Hopefully, you'd be willing to come a little bit further. And they're just a Jimmy John's flyer. The Jimmy John's on Lake Street. You're just I, I walk into the Jimmy John's on Lake Street and you have two gargantuans on the table and then I hug you and it fades to black. <laughs> Sludge, was 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 the last time we hung out when, when I pulled that move at Gibson's? Yes. When was uh, that? I haven't, been, I haven't been to Chicago since uh, last July. And yeah, you pulled that sweet move at Gibson for the piano guy. Do you want to tell the twenty bucks? Do you want to tell these gentlemen yeah. the story? Well, he we were sitting there at the piano bar, and um, actually, there was no really good looking women around, so I don't know why we did that. But uh, I said, I said, hey, tell him to play the song from Ocean's Eleven at the end when the fountains are going up. Uh, Claire de Lune, I think it's called. Yeah, Claire de Lune. And he and so Abe goes over and goes, hey, can you play Claire de Lune? And the guy goes, it's a piano bar. What do you want me to get killed? The guy said it like that, and then Abe just went, flipped off a 20, and the guy goes, okay, glad to loot it in. <laughs> He's like, no, no, he goes, he said, no, he goes, he goes, uh, oh, oh, now, now I remember it, and then he played oh, it yeah. perfectly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh, now I remember it, and he started playing it perfect. It was awesome. <laughs> yeah, he played it literally, it sounded like the movie, it was unreal. And then we gave him another twenty to play like Purple Rain or something, didn't we? <laughs> or something like that. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, I can't remember what the other song was, but he was. Uh, yeah, that dude. Yeah, that just that's that's America right there. <laughs> didn't we even play like Hello by Lionel Richie or something? Something stupid. And, that's, there, and there was two like I mean these hags that were sitting there by the piano. These two ladies, two hags were sitting there. <laughs> And of course, Abe was like a pimp then by doing that. And then they, I said, but, they, but that's not the girls we want to say, ooh, impressive. You know what I mean? <laughs> they gave me the look, the look of approval. Like, oh, 
Like in, in like in swingers when when in swingers oh. when Trent said he was a producer, that kind of looked yeah. like oh <laughs> oh yeah, they look like girls do the uh, like cross their legs, cross their legs move. Yeah, oh, <laughs> in the movie like Arthur, like that, like like when he's running around town with Dudley Moore, like you know, fifty years ago, like that's how they look. <laughs> that was awesome. That was one of my finest moments. And that's when you introduced me to that Moscow Mule drink. Oh, those are delicious, aren't they? They're pretty good. Hey, man, we must have looked like high rollers. We were drinking Moscow Mules at Gibson's. I'm peeling off 20s to get a song played. Actually, we started at Del Frisco's, too, but we were wearing jeans and black t-shirts. So I don't know how we looked so <laughs> Everyone else looked like Tony Bennett and Betty White. And we just walk in with black t-shirts and disgusting jeans. <laughs> Try to act like high rollers and Gibsons. We, but when, really we were just, when really we were just guys in jeans with black t-shirts that had $20 on them each. And, and, we, like and, that's we were. and we both made the same gasp when we saw the bill. <laughs> it was like $98 for four <laughs> Moscow mules. We're like, <laughs> You gonna take those twenties back from the Vienna player? I'm like, hey, uh, you know, I might take one of those back. <laughs> you know, you missed a few notes at the third bar there. We got one our twenty back. Yeah, you keep here. You keep five. Give me back fifteen. <laughs> Did you guys see there was a list of the smelliest celebrities? And to no surprise, Kristen Stewart was number one. Kristen well, Stewart. Really what, what, what they would be, or, or they actually are the smelliest. That that are the smelliest. Like she looks, wow. she looks dirty. Like she has a Courtney Love type vibe, like dirty like that. Well, what's the top? Well, what's the top five? Uh, let's see. It says. Uh, I, I, need, I need a reference point. Like if she's the smelliest, I need a reference base on like the top five. Number two is Emma Stone. <laughs> but she's British. She got, Usually, a British stink. Emma Stone's Emma Stone's not British, is she? She's not British based. Is she British? No. I was trying to give her a or something. Number three is Beyonce. Wow. It oh, says she great. smells a lot like garlic. Mm, that's racist. <laughs> that's racist. Number four, Courtney Cox. It said she smelled like a truck driver. <laughs> Number five, Shailene Woodley, whoever that is. I don't know who that is. Uh, her smell's so bad that her fashion designers don't want her outfits back after events. I mean, shouldn't we, shouldn't we really evaluate lists at this point, if this is a list? Like, how, who's, doing the, who's doing the metric? Right. Who's really figuring this out? I want to know. It's something, it's something called buzzaura.com. Yeah, this, is, this is total clickbait. These lit, like, say, that's definitely, you'll, yeah, that's definitely you'll, not you'll never guess who's the smelliest celebrity. Click here. <laughs> <laughs> I do want to say, I, I want to I, I vouch for Beyonce. Beyonce, I want to take her off there. She looks like she would smell like garlic. I bet she eats shitloads of garlic. That's very racist. How's that racist? I don't know. It just is. Yeah, because black people are known for How's eating garlic. Racist? All black people are known for eating garlic. It's racist. It's just racist. Okay. Well, I, I could see how she could smell because she's always dancing and she sweats. I, she's, you know, at the Super Bowl performance, man, you know, she was sweaty. Yeah, she looks smelly but when she gets all that's wet. That's not garlic. That's not, gar- that's not garlic, though. Some people sweat smells different. <laughs> <laughs>
Some yeah. people have that outside smell. They do like spills out for their pores. Pretty I much, want to, I want to replace her with Courtney Love. I mean, how did she not make that top five? Pretty much the main reason I don't she take looks, public transportation is because when people when it rains or it gets hot out, people have that outside smell and it's gross. Like it's all it <laughs> protrudes their entire body, and it smells like a mixture of bo shit and like um, dirty sweat. <laughs> What is the outside smell? What is that? You've never smelled that when someone's outside for a long time and they come inside? I kind of know. It's like the, the, the stale water smell, right? Is that what you mean? No, it's just like the smell of the outside. Like a dirt. Like, you ever have a dog run outside for like nine hours? Those people, those scumbags <laughs> who don't let their dog in the house? You know the people, my, uh, do- my dog stays in the yard. He's a feline. Yeah, okay. You're an asshole. Don't have a dog if you're going to leave it outside. Th- those people, the dogs that are always outside. <laughs> And they come inside and they, they stink. You know a smelly dog, right, Sludge? Do I, do I, I don't have a dog. No, but you smell the smelly dog. I do go around smelling outdoor dogs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You've never smelled someone that, that will be outside, they play basketball, and then they kind of dry off a little bit, and then they're in your house and they stink like the outside? Well, I don't have that much contact with those kind of people right now. <laughs> hey, go play basketball and then come over and hang out. I, I, maybe I did years ago. I just can't recall the smell you're trying to invoke. Sludge, in your apartment, it's just your whole, like, that's your layer, right? The whole thing, right? Like, you're not, you're, you not, mean, you're, not, you're not one of those guys who has a man cave, right? What am I subletting part of it out? Yes, it's my apartment. But don't you hate the guys? <laughs> don't you hate guys who have man caves? Because it's like, when did you become a little boy again? And now it's like a man cave. Anyone who says they have a man cave, that means they're a ten-year-old yeah. boy with a broom. Like that's your bedroom. I, I, I definitely, I definitely hate the term man cave. I, I have no problem with men like to dwell in the basement. I mean, it's not really my thing. But if you like to do it, that's fine. But I don't, I don't like the I, the, the, the term man cave. It just, it is. It's like, uh, hey, I got like, my I man cave. But like instead of having like I okay so in my bedroom when I was a little kid I had wrestling figures all over the floor right these man cave guys they have guns or bow and arrow or whatever whatever they play with now they're all over their man cave yeah this is my man cave this is my my television my television my uh, my archery set all my guns like my football helmets there's all my autographed jerseys you're if you have a man cave you're a little boy. Who's like forty five years old, like a ten year old boy with your own? That's your one room. Shouldn't your whole house be your cave? Whom do you know has an archery set on display? I'm just yeah. saying. <laughs> <laughs> Who has bow and arrow? As you tell yeah, it's like a, 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 a man cave is a testosterone filled b- little boy's bedroom. Like instead of having, well, it, is a, it is a shame. It is a shame because at one point to say like to have a man cave in a house or whatever was kind of cool. Like, if some part of your basement was, like, where you had the TV and watched, you know, whatever. You had a fridge. That's really all it was. Like a Why don't you just call like- it your basement, then? Why don't you just say, in my house, which is my house, my cave, I have a basement with a TV and a pool table. Why do you have to say... Someone, at, some time, at some point, someone said it, and it was cool, but the problem was, like most things, douchebags take over stuff, and some bros, and then it becomes the dumbest thing ever. But it's been dumb for a long time, I agree. I just think you're like a little well, there's boy. Gotta be, there's got to be somebody out there going, what am I going to do with this archery set? This, thing, this, <laughs> this is where I skin all my animals when I catch them. This is my remember, skinning station. You remember when MTV Cribs was like really cool? Yeah. 
and, and like the guys in their house, like they would always, they, they would have, I don't think call it a man cave, but they would have that one room that was like total 14 year old boy ridiculous. Oh, yeah. Because not millions of dollars. No, this the fantasy, this the fantasy room. <laughs> <laughs> this is the arcade of NBA Jam because I like to play it every now and then. Play NBA Jam, I fucking here, I eat. <laughs> I get the fellas in here, we drink, we get loose in here. Those bean bags right there, we all lay on uh, the floor right there. Sometimes we get down on the floor, we play dice in here. Yeah, this is the fantasy room. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you see the, do, you, do you remember those subway commercials that had like apollo ono like you had no idea who he was and then they have to put in the corner like united states apollo ono whatever sport he was in do you remember those like they'd have loser they'd have loser athletes on the commercial i saw a commercial today some guy putting peanut butter on a piece of bread the whole time and then at the end they're like and you might just want to watch Draymond Green put peanut butter on a slice of bread for 30 seconds. Like, I didn't know it was Draymond. First of all, who is Draymond Green? Sludge, you would know this. Well, yeah, he's an NBA basketball player. But what, what, do you know what he's team he's on? the Warriors. Oh, he's on the Warriors? Okay. So, is he he's a guy? He's only on the one team that ESPN shows over and over and over and over. I know. How do you not know him? My God. But, but, but whatever. Like, I just saw some guy putting peanut butter on a slice of bread. They don't. It's not like it was Michael Jordan or LeBron James or like, you know, uh, Derek Jeter. It yeah, was but just meanwhile some... they could have shown like uh, the champion of like Bellator. You would have been like, oh, yeah, I know that guy. No, <laughs> but but you know, <laughs> that's <laughs> P- that's Patricky Pitbull. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but like. I, there's nothing worse than a commercial that has to tell you who their spokesman is. Like when I see Beyonce, Pepsi, and she's dancing with her ass out and everything, I'm like, oh, that's Beyonce, Pepsi. But when they have to say, oh, actually, garlic. Sludge, before you got on this, before you got on uh, uh, this, this episode today, uh, Abe was um, Abe was dressing me down for not calling the baseball player named Beauregard Odor. So it is surprising that he said, he's surprised that we're giving him shit for not knowing who Draymond Green is. Is one of the most elite players in the NBA. But would you know him? Would you know him just by his face and putting peanut butter on a slice of bread? I would know him by his face, and I wouldn't know many athletes by their face, but I would know him by his face. Okay, well, I apologize, but I mean, you, you have to put guys. Oh, good. You shouldn't have to tell. Like I, okay, if Draymond Green's such a huge star, you shouldn't have to say. Or you might just be Draymond Green putting peanut butter on a slice of bread. Like, you shouldn't have to tell me that. Like, when Mike Tyson does a commercial, they don't have to put on the bottom of the screen, former heavyweight champion Mike Tyson. Like, you know it's Mike Tyson. They don't have to say in the voiceover, in case you didn't know, this is former heavyweight champion Mike Tyson. Like, you shouldn't have to do that. Like it's here's, a- here's the one where, I'll back you up on this. Have you seen, is it that T-Mobile commercial with Anthony Michael Hall? Yes, and then, well, I mean, but he looks oh, old. Yeah. At, least, at least, at least he looks old, and it's nostalgic because they do Breakfast Club stuff in that commercial. And then well, he rolls right, up. Sitting, but, yeah, well, they're sitting there, and she's showing him the video on the phone, like how it works, and showing the Breakfast Club, and and then she goes, "Boy, I wonder what he's up to today." And then he says, "He might just be in a T-Mobile store." And <laughs> that's the end of the commercial. I'm like, I know it's him, but I I know that a lot of people don't know. But that's the dumbest punchline joke after going for a whole commercial that had him in it. And it could have been something cool, like something related actually to the movie. Like, you know, I don't know, like, um, this is what happens when I still pay in the garage or something like that. But they say, he might just be walking around a T-Mobile store. And he's like an eyebrow. And I'm like, 
It's the dumbest commercial. Like, I don't know why no one could have wrote a better ending to that. Yeah. They had him in the commercial. So, like, I, like they, did it, they wanted to do it so bad to acknowledge who he is, like you're just saying. If they made a dumb punchline on it. Yeah, where we could have just figured you know, it out. And if the people who didn't know, it's still a good commercial. Like, yeah, too bad. Yeah, they had a better, more clever ending, and then people would have Googled, wow, whatever that guy was or whatever. They'll find it. People that got it did. But instead, they made it so obvious because they figured somebody probably in the room said, you know what? People probably don't know that's him. We better make sure people know it's him. And is that, is that going to really sell more T-Mobile phones because the real Anthony Michael Hall was on the commercial? Oh, you know what? I'm thinking about either AT&T, Sprint, or T-Mobile, but they had, I don't know if you guys saw that uh, Anthony Michael Hall commercial, and uh, that kind of sold me on T-Mobile. <laughs> like, I don't think that, cl- I guarantee that didn't close the deal for one, not one person. Not one person had the deal closed based on his appearance. Oh, Anthony Michael Hall. Oh, shit. <laughs> now, if there was a commercial with, like, Hulk Hogan, that would get people actually. If you saw Hulk Hogan, like, taking an AT&T phone and, like, ripping the cover off it, like, he would rip his T-shirt off, that that would be something funny that that would resonate. Like, you'd be like, oh, my God, that's an awesome commercial. Or my it would resonate, way. but I still, I still wouldn't buy the phone. Because <laughs> <Hulk>. <laughs> you wouldn't be like, oh, I need, I need to be with T-Mobile because the Hulkster ripped the case off like a T-shirt? Now, maybe the late Macho Man, if he had done that, yes. But Hulk's right <laughs> You know what I was thinking, Pace? You and I should do a cover of the Carmen Sandiego song. Because you could do the deep part and I could do the high part. Oh, yeah. That would be That would be pretty like, you know, like, like, Pace, just say, where? <laughs> where? It, would be, it would be a lot better than our regulator uh, rendition at uh, wait, wait, uh, wait. Christmas party. Dana White tells Las Vegas Review the USC is not for sale. More breaking news. Oh. Wow. Uh, breaking, breaking news in the podcast. Which will be old, like an hour old when they when hear it. Yeah, <laughs> it, 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 it really, I, I don't understand why you keep breaking news this evening. Well, people, I mean, I, I it's, like right now it's 9, 11 p.m. And we're going to be ending this very soon. So I'll have it up within like 10 minutes when we end it. Yeah, but uh, you think everyone's going to listen at 9, 12? <laughs> Even then, I mean, news is so bad. I mean, I just saw the breaking news. You know what's funny, Sludge? and their mother is have seen that it's nothing in and out well it's breaking news if, if, if you're if you're live on this podcast at 9 12 p.m chicago time then it's breaking news <laughs> everyone else is old who was looking to buy the ufc some like chinese guy who's worth like 30 billion or something that, it's, not, that, it's not some chinese guy it's a chinese company it's not just some like chinese guy <laughs> some random guy <laughs> Yeah, there's some this Chinese guy who's got thirty billion. I think. I think his name is Kim Miyagi. God. the brother of Mister Miyagi. <laughs> he inherited the fortune. The vast, the vast fortune of bonsai trees. You know what's funny? Dana White got kicked out of the Palms because he won so much money playing blackjack, and now the Fertitta brothers, who own the UFC, just bought the Palms. So now Dana White could oh Sludge you have now this is now hopefully people will hear this tomorrow at some time Sludge your show's on what time tomorrow? Well here's the problem I have an interview with Dana White tomorrow but I'm bumped for the Phillies game so I can't air the interview tomorrow night. Could you post it online right after you do it and then air it on your show the that, next day? That's what I'm going to do. I'll probably post it tomorrow, uh, you know, on my Twitter and all that. So I'll post what time? Uh, the interview is around six o'clock. Okay, so you'll have it up, what, 7, 8? 
Yeah, whenever I get around to it. No, <laughs> no I'll get right <laughs> Well, Sludge, are you going to ask him these questions or are you going to be a little bitch? Dana, you're the best. Dana, Dana, tell me. I know Anderson Silva's out of UFC 198, but it's still the greatest card ever. I love you, Dana. Or are you going to say, Dana, what's up? Are you selling the UFC or what? I'll do the first one. <laughs> you know what, Dana? I think it's a stronger card now without Anderson Silva because I thought that uh, that Chris Cyborg wasn't getting her just due on the card, and without Anderson, it's really going to highlight her fight, right, see, Dana? I'm like, see, I'm like Abe. I'm like Abe Sludge is smart because when Abe interviews sports uh, stars or figures, he, he tries to play the role of investigative journalist and ends up getting three quarters of the interviews hung up on mid-interview. <laughs> investigative journalist. All of a sudden, he turns into Anderson Cooper when he's interviewing a sports star. Uh, he, usually, he, he usually starts it off by discussing whatever we were talking about last. I'll go. We have Dana White. Before we get to anything, yeah. man cave. What's your opinion on it? Yeah. What do you think about douchebags or man caves? Oh well, I have yeah. a man cave. Oh, piece of shit, right, Dana? Oh, Dana White. <laughs> no, he's actually my brother-in-law. <laughs> People are man caves and assholes, right, Dana? Oh, yeah. That happened. One time, one time we had, uh, one time on our own show, we had uh, Tia Carrere. You guys know who that is? She was in Wayne oh, yeah. years ago. She we just had her in studio at the Loop a few months ago, and her and I were like peas and carrots. Oh, did she remember when you were ripping on Janie Lane? And no. She's like, oh, yeah, he was actually my best friend. No, yeah. So like, show- isn't that pathetic how Janie Lane died? God, he's an asshole. And she's like, oh, that's my best friend, actually, and I don't appreciate that. <laughs> Wait, she really said that? Yeah. It was not, it wasn't, it was not best friend, but Abe was like, he brought her on, like, based that Abe would do this thing where he'd bring on a celebrity and then try to, try to, um, like, bring them into the end of the previous topic. So he's like, yeah, we were just talking about Jenny Lane. He's like, what a fucking loser, right? <laughs> he was awful. And then, thank God he said it. it was something I terrible. didn't say that. It was, just, it was something close. Like, no, it was like, it wasn't that bad. It was something. It was something about something about like uh, it. It was something. Obviously, it was something negative. And then she's like, "Well, Janie Lane and I were best friends." God. And you know when she when she was in studio, we told her the date. She didn't know that David Bowie died, so we we gave her breaking news. It was the day after David Bowie died, and then last time was when Janie Lane died. But was she like? Was she like? Who's that? So elite rock. She didn't even, she didn't even care about Bowie, but Janie Lane like broke her heart. Yeah. That sounds like, like she's like, like a little girl in the ring, it sounds like. Every time you talk to her, someone dies. <laughs> <laughs> two, two elite rock stars, David Bowie and Janie Lane. <laughs> two of the most elite rock stars in the world. Uh, well, we have to wrap this up. Look, I, I, I'd like to finish it on this sludge because, um, or two things. Let, let me, let me do two things before we wrap it up. Um, Michael Phelps has a new commercial where it's supposed to be a candid picture of him holding his baby and he has no shirt on. Why is it that, and base, thank God you've never done this. Why is it that everyone has a baby, has the fake candid shot of them holding the baby with no shirt on? There's never a time where I would hold a baby with no shirt on. Because number one, they drool, they drool on you. You'll never get that fake. And how come you're always asleep? Oh, my! I, I put a newborn. Like, who would sleep with a, a newborn baby on your chest on a couch? You know how afraid I would be that I'd suffocate the baby? He'd roll off my chest. Who's, no one sleeps like well, that ever. Ever. Well, Abe, Abe, first of all, if I didn't have the body of Butterbean, I probably would have taken that picture. 
Second <laughs> of all, I you're right, man. <laughs> a little 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 kid or a little baby, I was I was definitely afraid of falling asleep with them. I'm you're like, not gonna fall asleep. It's it's fantastic. always it's always a fake candid. Anyone anyone you see who has that picture, no shirt on, holding their baby, where they're pretending to be asleep, is an asshole. And the, the, they had some. First of all, they had someone take the picture. Oh, <laughs> any candid picture, like oh, I'm wiped. I was wiped out. It's like it's like a girl in a bikini sleeping. Uh, oh, I was wiped out last night. I worked really hard. No, you set up the picture. It's a fake candid. But there's nothing worse than a fake candid picture. And the the no shirt with the baby is the worst. If you're gonna do that, wear a shirt at least. Oh, it looks like oh, ha, ha, ha. we've been work. Me and the little guy have been working all day. Ha ha ha. We're both sleeping. No, you're not. You were awake. The baby was sleeping. You told your wife or whoever to take a picture, a fake candid picture, and then you posted it. And you no, this, acted this like you were sleeping. This wasn't, a, this wasn't an ad. This was just on his Instagram or something. Well, Michael Phelps had it up somewhere. Like it was, I saw a commercial where they kept showing him with no shirt on holding the baby. But like everyone who has a baby has to post the fake candid picture. It's always no shirt and the baby for some reason. Why is that? Base, you're the only one here with a kid. Yeah. I, I've, yet, I've yet to take that kind of picture, so I don't understand the, uh, <laughs> I don't understand the concept myself. Base is taking every... DJ, I try not to even be in the picture, let alone do that one. You're thinking about every other picture of the kid, just not that one. <laughs> 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 All right, well, anyways, that, that pisses me off. Uh, I, I really I, like him. I did. <laughs> Sludge, do you ever think that Bass would have a baby before you when you first met him? Like you, you, you were in your thirties or whatever when Bass first met you. Yeah, I mean, I mean, no, I mean, I, I never thought you're right. That's a pretty sobering fact. Like Bass is married, has a kid. <laughs> you're still in Philly out playing. Every, out of every one of us, I, I would have thought I would be the last one of the kids. Too. Sludge is still eating bean burritos from Taco Bell and playing Excite Bike. <laughs> no, I seriously have made no. I've made no progress. Uh, it's like 25. It's just, I'm living the same as I live, and I think about it sometimes. And it's uh, when I'm alone here. Of course, it's pretty. It's pretty sad and depressing. No, and there's nothing wrong no with it. Sludge. It's a good. It's a good life you live. Uh, You're on, not Sludge. a drug addict. You're not an alcoholic. You live a very fine life. You you, you just enjoy You're life. Like well, I just making it worse because you are patronizing me. <laughs> Why well, you gotta patronize him? You're like now I'm like an intervention. You're no, you're you're great. You're really good. You're great. Sludge, you're living the dream. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Sludge, I, I, I did actually eat some Costco burritos for dinner tonight. Of course you did. <laughs> that's what you eat every night. Are you, are you are you still are you still buying those naked drinks? See, that's the thing about about being single. You can more stuff like without repercussion. Like you know, base has to worry about diapers and formula. And and baby clothes and that that takes up a lot of his paycheck. But for you, all that money goes to naked drinks and you know industrial sized hummuses from Costco. I mean, you could do those. Things. Well, Sludge, you yeah, were yeah, Sludge, I, you were. I don't. Also, and also, if you ever want to, you can just you can all of a sudden just go. You know what? I'm going to go out tonight and just automatically. Well, that's what I was going to say. Sludge was in Vegas. Sludge was in Vegas. Sludge was in Vegas last weekend. Quickly, Sludge, run us through what happened. Did you did you bang anyone? Did you? I saw you posting some pictures with your buddy Eddie Webb, and you're looking very good, Sludge. You're looking very svelte. Well, black is slimming. Here's the funny thing. Two things with Vegas. So, just first off, everybody is asking, you know, it was a CBS trip for the fight, so for the Canelo Con fight. So, 
It's a free trip. So you come back from Vegas, and then people that I think are my friends say something like, oh, man, how was the trip? And I, and I go, you know, it was, it was good. It was pretty good. I mean, it actually rained all day Saturday, and it was cold on Friday. And then they go, wah! And I go, no, <laughs> shut the fuck up. Just ask me how it was. And just because I'm not saying it was the best thing ever, because I was in Vegas and it was paid for, then don't ask me if you don't want a real answer. Because yeah. you don't go to Vegas for Philadelphia weather. But that's what I got in Vegas. So it was a good Wah. trip. It just, it just, it's exactly See, it was a good trip, but I but it wasn't a great trip because I didn't get to go hang at Wet Republic and look at the girls almost naked in the cabanas and stuff like that. So it's my mom was there. Trip. My mom was there the same weekend and you didn't even call her. Uh, why do I have your mom's number? On your Facebook friends, and I know you use Facebook <laughs> Messenger based on all the contact with base. <laughs> well, no. I, I don't have an answer for that. I don't know what we would have done. I don't know what I would have said to your mom, I guess. But <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I'm if you could have dinner. Hey, hey, let me off the hook, hey. Can you let me off the hook for old times' sake? No, I can't do it this time. Can't do it this time, Sully. <laughs> All right, so what were you saying? So, 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 so the weather sucked. You went to the fight. You did a live broadcast Thursday, right, or was it Friday? It was Thursday. But here's the other thing I wanted to mention. So Eddie came over to where MGM Grand, and then we started drinking and ate some food, whatever. He bailed about midnight, and it was already like a 22 hour day by that point for me. So I said, you know what, though, he's gone. But I feel like just trolling the lobby a little bit because MGM Grand it's like a million mini dress march. I can't believe how many girls keep coming in. Because that place is so huge, being almost naked. And it, it's, so then I go to the bar. Just, I'm going to have one more vodka and, uh, before I go upstairs. Nice. So I, sit down alo- I, sit, I sit down alone, tro- just, and all of a sudden this girl. Yeah, it's a hooker. Jumped, has to be. Jumped onto the seat. Looked, and I'm not joking. She looked like, like Anna Coleman Smith when she was still hot, you know, and all that. And she's like, hey, is this the party? And, and, and I go. Wait, hang on. Wait, 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 Sledge. Before you move on, what about yeah. you sitting there with with your uh, like black sweatshirt and black jeans, drinking a drink by yourself, <laughs> looked like a party? Now I was tired and buzzed, so I, that should have been my first clue. But for some reason, I I still thought it was just a drunk, real girl. <laughs> I thought it, that's how dumb I was at the time of that. And yeah. She starts talking to me. She's laughing at everything I say. I bring up Philly, and she, she actually mentioned things that are really here that she knew about. Then she just kind of go, I, I, I'm kind of like, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm processing everything. And then she goes, yeah, it's too bad my rent's due. <laughs> 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 oh, and, and I'm going, oh. yeah. I, I, I still at this point, I wasn't even convinced, but I go, Oh yeah, my buddy lives here. It's really cheap to live here. And she goes, "No, no, it's not." And I go, "Oh, well, how much is your rent?" And she goes, two thousand dollars." <laughs> so then I think it takes me. This is I was this. This is when I realized this is a two thousand dollar a night hooker. Is that how much she wanted? She didn't say like you could just pay me fifteen wow. day rate, <laughs> like a thousand, like ten. Was, do you say like ten, fifteen, or thirty day rate? Is that how they, she judges it? Well, actually, well, I was after afraid I'm handcuffed to the bedpost in my own room, and she's taking my wallet. <laughs> so what? So what happened, well, Sludge? That, honestly, I was afraid at that point. I thought I shouldn't even go any farther in the negotiation here because 
I pop I, I, all of a sudden like it's going to be like the old catch a predator like seven cops just tackle me. Exactly. <laughs> 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 I made you some like, sweet well, tea. <laughs> I mean, I just pictured seven cops running full force and tackling me in the chair, like leveling me. So she goes, the waitress comes up and she goes like, oh yeah, so we're going to get some wine, right? I go, nope, I got to go, but hey, uh, have that. <laughs> we're going to get some wine. She wants to get even more drunk. Uh, For no reason, one yeah, of the cops smashes a plant on your head before they handcuff you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's funny man. that I, I knew it was a hooker before you even started telling the story. You were in it and didn't know it. I was in it and didn't know what she said. When she said rents do, like out of nowhere, like it had no context to what I was saying. She just said, too bad my rents do. Out of nowhere. And I'm like, I didn't ask about your residence or where you live. That's like when, when uh, Sludge, Sludge and I did a live broadcast in Orlando and we were on the plane. We were, we were both dead tired. This hot girl sat next to Sludge. I fell asleep in 30 seconds. Well, first, Sludge was talking to her, and there, she's like, yeah, so I'm blah, 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 blah. And he's like, giving me the thumbs up like it's on. And then he's like, yeah, so uh, I think we're going to hang out when we get to Orlando. I might have to ditch you. I'm like, yeah, do, do your thing, whatever. And then as as they're like, the plane's about to land in two minutes. Uh, please, un- or please fasten your seatbelts, blah, blah, blah. And as the plane is hitting the ground, she goes, I can't wait to see my husband, who's a Navy SEAL. <laughs> After two two hours of bullshit, Sludge was he thought he was in. I was fast asleep. It was some of the greatest sleep I've ever had on a plane. I wake up as she's saying, my boyfriend, who's a Navy SEAL, is picking me up. I mean, it, it, the story, he says it exactly right, but it's even worse. Because we both had done mornings. We were doing mornings. So both of us were so exhausted. We were we were actually salivating, talking about can't wait to get on this plane and sleep during the flight. And so Abe, I think he had a pillow. Like I think he had a full pillow. He was laying on like not a small pillow, like a bed pillow. He pulled out to lay on next to me. And then this hottest, really, the hottest chick all in the whole plane sits next to me. And I, that's when I'm like rubbing it into him. She's got my seat, and literally she talked my freaking ear off for two hours i had to pretend i cared about everything she was saying and then the plane's just landing just oh oh yeah my navy my navy seal boyfriend is gonna meet me here at the airport i'm like <laughs> no she's like she's like you should meet him he's a great guy <laughs> i'm like you might have, you you might have heard of his name is chris kyle yeah exactly oh. he has 352 certified kills you want to meet him no oh my god no <laughs> meet him no, I hate it. <laughs> we, we have to wrap this up, but I, but but real quick, do you, do you have one other thought on that, Sludge, or who was that? No, I just, I just, you just brought back that memory, and now I feel misery like when I play fantasy football. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's just two two quick things I want to mention, and Sludge, I know you've done. I did uh, an appearance, uh, like it's basically they pay you to like stand in a, uh, a bar, uh, and if you work at a radio station, you just stand their hands stuff out, talk to you, whatever. Do you ever notice that anyone who wants stuff? First of all, if you have anything for free, it's like chum in the water and all the sharks come at you, right? Like you pull out a box of t-shirts, no one paid any attention to you. They don't care what's on the t-shirt. It could say 
it could say fuck it could say fuck sludge and they would want it like it could say fuck their name and they want that t-shirt no matter what it is but you notice that they always want a couple like hey i get a couple t-shirts <laughs> like why can't you just can't, like i'm not first of all i don't even want to give you one let alone a couple oh uh, can i get a couple let me get a couple of hats can i get a couple hats like what what a scumbag you need a couple one 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 wasn't sufficient <laughs> You know, I'm a fan, but the old lady's an even bigger fan. That's exactly what they say. Like Can I get one for my old lady? Yeah. My old lady? Anyone who calls their wife their old lady is an asshole, too. Yeah. My old lady? I, I agree. Can I get one for my old lady? Yeah. Just just give her that one. You don't need one, asshole. Old lady, yeah. Unless, you're, unless, you're, unless your wife is an old lady, never call her an old lady. These women came up to the table. They're like, I see you got shirt. Let me get a shirt. I want a shirt. I'm like, uh, we don't have any more. All we have are these that say, like, um, I like. I like sucking dog dick. Oh, I don't care. I want it. I want it. I need it. I, anything. Any shirt. I don't care. This one says I have herpes. It doesn't matter. I just want a shirt. Okay, and then the last thing the last thing I want to mention. Do any of you guys follow? Like, sometimes I get bored and I watch fight videos on, on Twitter. Do you guys ever watch stuff like that? Oh, Never. I don't watch them. Do you, do you watch them, Sludge? All the time. No, all the time. I watch people fight <laughs> But <laughs> you watch, but you know he's not talking about like UFC or boxing. He's talking about just randos. Yeah, I'm like, talking about like little Tommy and and Le- Levian fighting, like I, I, like I, in an I, L. I, I, yeah, you're talking about you're talking about like Walmart fights, like exactly like the parking lot. Yeah, I watch all the. Okay, I watch. Uh, okay, I, I'll, I'll sometimes go an hour where I just scroll through the whole feed and just keep watching them. Right, they're the most disgusting videos ever. But I noticed even the white people and Mexicans, they call everyone the N word, and they always say my N. Like, come on, my N. Come on, my N. Come on, my N. Even white kids. Like, why? Why are all? Why do all scumbags use the N word? White people, Mexicans, black people—they all use the N word. Well, I mean, you know, if a white person says it, then that's unnecessary. I mean, but but they're talking to another white guy. It's like a white guy talking to another white guy. That's the rule. It's two. It's two white guys fighting, and he's calling him the N word. Clarify if you're if you're not black, you shouldn't be saying that word. If you're black, say it all to your heart's content, and that's really the end of it. I just wanted to get that in there. You 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 know, Sam is the guy. Anytime you talk about some kind of somewhat controversial topic, he immediately shuts down. Let me make it very clear that no one. Except African Americans should use that word. Sam Cannon. I, a lot of times, a lot of times your delivery is very crude, and I just wanted to clarify what I think you were trying to say. Okay? I'm asking why I, two white kids are fighting and they're calling each other the N word. That's what I'm asking. What's wrong with that question? I don't know. I mean, well, uh, I, 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 uh, I mean, base. You don't watch those videos, right? I, I watch the videos, but I didn't down on me that I'm talking to the I just wanted to make it make it clear that I don't what we don't condone that kind of <laughs> blasphemy from. That's what I'm asking. I'm saying why why are white kids and Mexican people calling each other the N word? Well, why are they fighting and filming it and putting it on YouTube? I mean, that's another. Like, I guess if you do that, all rules are out the window. Well, that was my point: is that all scumbags use the N word? If you fight for YouTube clips for YouTube clicks, then I guess. You really have very low standards. It's like two white kids in Alabama calling each other the N word. Like it just What's looks Alabama? Rid- what do you expect? It looks ridiculous, though. 
And it's always my. Come on, my blank. Come on, my blank. Alabama is full of low life, except for our listeners. Our listeners in Alabama are, <laughs> but everyone else out in Alabama is complete low life. All right, we'll wrap it up it's on that. Of, it's full of bottom feeders. Yep. Yeah. Well, Sludge, it was it was excellent having you on. <laughs> it was great being on. I just got to say, I want to make it very, very clear that I don't, <laughs> I don't think it's right to use that word. I, me, Sam Cannon, wanted me, I want it undocumented here that I would never, ever say it, even white trash in Alabama. I don't even want to talk about the subject. And I refuse to talk about Caitlyn Jenner and bathroom equality, all topics I won't touch. Sam Cannon, that's I, what I'm saying. I'm, I'm all about bathroom equality. In fact, in fact, I was in a restaurant today that had equal bathrooms, and I sent you a picture of it saying how proud I was of the restaurant. Yeah. I don't want to talk about it, though. Just like the N-word. <laughs> Topics that I won't no, be I'll, talking about. Sam Cannon. The, uh, I don't know what to say to you. Let, 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 me, let me end it with this, then. Mom, Mom was telling me a story that when Linda Wu was on the, on the news... You would always go nuts and you'd yell, Window Woo! Ling Window Woo! <laughs> no, I did No, no, no! I didn't stop. When I was three, I didn't use a fake. <laughs> no, like, no, but it was no. like a list. So you'd be like, Linda, oh. yes, Linda Woo! Oh. Linda Woo! No, and, then, and then you would start you would, dancing. Abe, stop. What you just did, <laughs> what you, you just, you just used a fake Asian accent. No, I meant that to be like a list. I said to you, but that was, <laughs> I can't. your head though. Wait, what? That's what's in your head. When I was three years old, you're saying I had a well-developed fake Asian accent. No, but you, you would lisp. Like, <laughs> I, can't, I can't do the lisp, but you, you, you would scream out, Linda Woo! Linda Woo! And you would start dancing when yeah, she was that TV. A baby voice, not in an Asian voice. Because when I was three, my mind was developed enough to use a fake Asian voice to an Asian person on the news. That's not how three-year-olds operate. Mom just told me that every time you would see... He would go nuts yeah, when well, she was mom, on the screen and dance. I told you that I don't think she used a fake Asian accent. No, but she, no, like a, a, a lisp, like a, a, a little kid lisping. Yeah, Linda Wu. But that didn't sound like a lisp. You you threw your voice with a fake Asian accent and said Linda Wu. Linda Wu, Linda Wu. Full racist Asian accent. That's not what I said when I was three. I just thought it was funny that for no reason when you were like three or two. What an odd way to finish this podcast to bring up. The fact that I said Linda Wu in 1984. That's a really odd finish. That's a really odd finish here. Really, complete random. Well, we could have ended, ended it on white trash using the N-word, but you couldn't end it that way. So I had to bring in the Linda Wu story to close it off. Yes, yes, Linda Wu! Yes, Linda Wu! Yeah, and you start dancing. You really butchered the story. You really butchered the story really badly. You know the story. When Linda Wu would come on the screen, you'd go nuts. She's some I newswoman. I know the story, Mom. I know the, 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 the tale that Mom has told over the years. I don't know if that's a <laughs> I, I never heard that before until I yesterday. I don't know. I, I've heard I've heard the similar stories before. Who knows if it's true or not? I've heard it. <laughs> but, again, when I was... I probably sat and watched the news with my mom every day, and I saw Linda. Was it Linda Wu or you? What is it? I don't Linda Yu, but you'd call her Linda Wu. Linda Yu. I saw Linda Yu on the news, and I probably heard the name, so I probably was trying to say the name like all kids. Are you? Would, you would say Linda Wu. Linda Wu. 
And then you would get no, up and start I dancing. <laughs> I wouldn't. You see what you just did? You just made W sound. That's another Asian. No, term. you would say Linda Wu because you, you couldn't talk properly as a kid. You did it. You did it again. Yes, Linda. Linda Wu. Yes. Linda Wu. Linda <laughs> Wu. I'm gonna have to talk with our mother. Make sure she doesn't tell you anything. Sam, let, let's reenact it. Oh you, you always pervert everything. Let, let's reenact it, Sam. There, hey, look at Sam. There's Linda Yu. We are a mentally ill. Mentally oh, look at time, boys. <laughs> you are. Let's end it on that note. You are meant. This is a mentally ill man's thought. <laughs> <laughs> this is inside the mind of a very ill person. <laughs> that's what this show is. That's a great description. the mind of a very sick man. <laughs> That's, this is this is this is a, a, a deep dive into the mind of a very ill person. <laughs> very <laughs> Ill. Complete implosion. This podcast just did. Window woo, window woo. Yep, window woo. He would start start tap dancing. Window woo, window woo, window woo. Yes, window woo, window woo, window woo. <laughs> Yeah, all I had was a half hour break between tap lessons at three. So I grabbed it. All right, guys, we're gonna have to wrap it up on that. You, you know, you know what's funny? I'll tell you guys this. I, I, I thought I was getting the before we started this. I thought I was getting the flu, and this laughter is making me sweat. And I think I just sweated out whatever thing I had going on because of this laughter. So I'd like to thank you for that. You included, yeah. Sam. You oh, and Linda. Mental illness. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> oh. <laughs> this is mental illness. Um, all right, Sludge, we'll be looking for your do late interview. <laughs> all right. All right, well, Sludge, <laughs> Sludge it was excellent. It was like catching up with you, Sludge. <laughs> uh, all right, gentlemen, we'll wrap it up. Thanks for coming uh, on, Sludge. Please. I'll holler at you guys later. Base, you two can talk on Facebook Messenger. Sam and Sludge won't talk, and I'll talk to all you guys later. Thank you, Abe, for all the laughter. David Blaine, your magic is real and I believe in you.